Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you are tuning in. My name is Jonathan Torres Herrera, and you are watching or listening to the JTH show. Today, let's talk about if BLM actually deserves the Nobel Peace Prize. Also, more fake news around the uh, COVID vaccine. But first, roll the intro. All right, welcome back to another episode. If you are new here, we appreciate you being here. We appreciate you taking the moment to uh, also, if you can, uh, hitting that like button. You have no idea how much it helps if, of course, we've earned it. And with that, let's get right into it today. Uh, Josh, what do we have in the, in the news? All right, so uh, first headline I found uh, was actually from the Israel Hayam. So the headline was, I just couldn't resist when I saw it. Popular rabbi warns followers that COVID vaccine could make you gay. What? What the fuck? So let's, uh, let's dive in a little bit deeper to what I actually said. <laughs> so in addition to purporting a false link between vaccines and homosexuality, Rabbi Daniel Asser also claims that both the virus and the vaccines are work of a global malicious government trying to establish a new world order mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay yeah right so yeah yeah so maybe uh rabbi daniel asshole i mean asshore maybe uh 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 anybody else caught that yeah um you know maybe should uh Focus more in having a deep view within himself. It may be perhaps the reason, or not, I'm just you know, speculating here. Him or somebody he knows is gay is not because of this damn vaccine. Maybe because, uh, I, I don't know, you've always been gay. You know, stop blaming uh, something like the vaccine. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that I'm a big believer of the of the vaccine i haven't taken it i know people that have taken it and and they seem to be fine uh i'll say it now as i've said it before i'm gonna wait one because it is not that crucial for my family and i to take the vaccine because we're not exposed like many other people are that are maybe working on the front lines i'm, I'm always home so is my family our groceries is deli are delivered our kids are homeschool so again i'm not gonna get try to get in front of the line by the way like some of these uh, rich and powerful and influencers are basically cutting in line to get the vaccine, right? Um, because again, I don't need it. And then number two, um, I'm very much of the of the mentality to not rush into everything that is maybe growing in popularity. That is just who I am. I, I, I'm like that for almost everything and anything, um, including like the new iPhone. You know, do I have an iPhone? Yes. Am I the first one in line? Hell no. Am I one of those Black Friday uh, guys that, you know, go and, you know, goes and sits down outside of Best Buy from like midnight? No, never have, never will be. I'm, I'm that guy that likes to wait to see how things are rolled out, see how others treat it. I don't like to be part of the beta testing, put it that way, right? Um, but it's no no problem with me if other people are. So for those two reasons, um, I'm not. I haven't taken the vaccine. Now, am I of the belief like uh, uh, Daniel ass? Uh, what is it? Excuse me. I'm sorry. Is it Daniel asshole? Ass? Oh, it's asser. I'm sorry, Rabbi. Rabbi asshole. Asser. Uh, no. Uh, what a jerk. What a jerk to even come out and say that, especially. Since uh, according to the uh, article here and, and uh, we have here in the notes, this guy has a large following. How dangerously stupid 
is for someone to have a large following and not understand that they have, uh, in many cases, unfortunately, a lot of influence, right? Um, they see, by the way, every time we do one of these shows, Josh, it goes to see, show why I hate so much the words influencer and follower. I, you see what I'm talking about now? Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree. And it looks like uh, the influencing and following has been going on for a lot longer. These, these are like these were the proto influencers, right? Right. So uh, pe people who didn't need social media before they try to get people to do crazy stuff or believe crazy stuff. In my opinion, before I piss off the entire ultra orthodox community, that's what I believe. And I'm sorry if you if you're triggered because of that, but yeah. Yeah. In any I mean, case, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just one of those things that, you know, you have that much power and influence and you have to start treating it responsibly, you know? And if you believe, by the way, uh, in the event that someone that is, you know, related to, to the rabbi or rabbi himself watches this video, listen, I, I'm just, you know, I am, you know, punching a little low and playing a, a, a game here on your name. Uh, you know, all seriousness, um, you know, or all jokes aside, rather, you need to be responsible with your goddamn influence. If you believe in something that, you know, as, as, as in my opinion, as preposterous as a shot, a vaccine will make you gay, you better have some science behind that, right? Because to this day, there hasn't been anything uh, that, you know, scientists have been able to put forth in saying, oh, look. Uh, we have no dog in the fight, but, you know, it turns out that this medication or this vaccine uh, actually messes with your hormones to the point where it's, it's going to totally change your sexual preference. Now, I'm not talking about, by the way, uh, those uh, treatments where a lot of uh, men or women, right, that have transitioned, they, 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 they change and they purposely take, right, um, to, to be able to, to become either a trans woman or trans man. I'm not talking about that. Those, those are therapies, and that's a completely different ballgame. No, no, I'm talking about like a one-time medicine or in this case, like a one-time shot you're taking. Back it up with what? With science, my friend. Don't back it up with some bullshit statement that comes from your heart or comes from some book, you know, that is just full of fluff and theories and feelings because your feelings is what's making you, you know, say something stupid, like, you know, like this. You know what I mean? Exactly. And there's a lot of other treatments as well, like for cancer patients as well. There is hormone therapy, which is actually used to try and treat cancer. And I think, yes, there are side effects, but does it change your sexual preference? No. I think the other thing that we have to look into here is the way that Daniel Asser, I'm going to stick with his name there, Daniel Asser is actually saying that being homosexual is bad, basically, because it's like, no, don't take it, you'll be gay. It's like, your problem is... Right. <laughs> Would it be a problem if I were gay? <laughs> exact. You know. I mean that that shouldn't that shouldn't be a reason that you don't take this vaccine. It's like, oh no, it could make you gay. It's like your point being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Take it. Maybe you have more fun, uh, Rabbi. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Listen. You know, I I have no problem against the uh, the gay community. You know, I I don't think that. It, it, you know, like this article, or it perhaps rather, I should say, um, the rabbi is making it out to be, uh, you know, it turning you gay. It's like it turning you into a demon. I'm, I'm not with that group. Never will be, um, you know, and I don't need to be gay to be 
uh, you know, some, someone that, that believes that, you know, it's someone's own preference and, and it is just that, just their own preference, right? That has nothing to do with me. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, it doesn't affect me. Um, nobody in my family right now, at least is gay and I'm not gay. My wife's not gay, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to sit here and stand against the gay community. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things that's like, I don't need to be a part of it to to say what's wrong and what's right in it right there's a lot of things like many other many movements like the ones we're about to get into right now there are many movements that have just bad actors right um that unfortunately put a bad name to the movement or to the to the uh to the group or whatever right whatever you want to call it but it doesn't mean that the entire thing is bad right uh we have to unfortunately eliminate the bad actors um, and, and then see really what the, the movement in and the LGBT community, um, at its core is, is for the rights of those people that have a different sexual preference period. Right. Um, have you heard of just bad actors in the community? Of course. I in fact have met bad actors, people, people that, you know, um, don't act the best, you know, in, in, the, in public and and you wouldn't want to run you, you know, and, and they happen to be gay. But do I believe, oh, just because I met some one guy randomly a long time ago um, who was gay and who, who, you know, didn't, you know, act the best in public. I feel like the home community is bad. No. But anyways, um, I'm, I'm beating a dead horse now. Uh, let's, let's move on with it. Let's get on with the next story. What do we have? So uh, moving on, uh, this is one I actually picked up from NBC and it's uh Black Lives Matter nominated for Nobel Peace Prize. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Compared, well, looking at the news that has happened over the the past year in the movement, I think the, well, the movement has had a lot, a lot, and so much press for the whole of 2020 because of obvious reasons with what happened with George Floyd and general police brutality, Right. But let's let's go in and start dissecting this a little bit more. Let's have a look at some notable winners of the Nobel Peace Prize. We have the likes of Nelson Mandela, the 14th Dalai Lama, uh, Jimmy Carter, Al Gore, and actually, surprisingly, Barack Obama for some reason. But uh, we'll, we'll go into why that's a little bit wrong in just a moment. But let's have a look. So, recognizing the movement will send a powerful message that Peace is founded on equality, solidarity, and human rights, wrote a Norwegian lawmaker. A Norwegian lawmaker has nominated Black Lives Matter, the global racial justice movement, for the 2021 Nobel Peace Prize. In his nomination letter, Peter Aid, I think is his name, a socialist left member of the Storting, Norway's parliament, wrote that he had nominated Black Lives Matter for their struggle against racism and racially motivated violence. Interesting, right, JT? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing here that he went on to say that the BLM's call for systemic change have spread around the world, forcing other countries to grapple with the racism within their own societies. He continued, the movement began after the acquittal of Trayvon Martin's killer in 2013 and reached a peak in 2020 after the death of George Floyd at the hands of Minneapolis police officer. ID wrote, I decided that Black Lives Matter online platform to provide activists with a shared set of principles and goals, saying that the grassroots movement uh, comprises many views and a broad array of demands. Now, Jesus Christ. So this is this is this goes exactly with what I was just saying 
not long ago, right, with the other story. I understand, right? Uh, part of my brain says, well, remember that at its core, Black Lives Matter makes a lot of sense, right? It's bringing awareness to the fact that there is definitely systemic injustice. Um, you know, I can't speak for the world, but at least here in America, against minority groups, of course, including um, and most most notable because they're the ones that the media has made most notable, uh, black individuals, right? It doesn't mean, by the way, at least I'm one of those people that believes that systemic injustice only applies to people of color, right? Black people. No, it applies, applies, of course, to brown people, right? Brown people, whether you're from Mexico or anywhere in Latin America or you're simply brown, right? Because uh, your mom is this and your dad is that or your grandmother was this, period. Minorities, right? Um, so part of my brain says, hey, at its core, this makes a lot of sense. Here's the problem with that is that you guys just saw that video, that little clip at the beginning of the episode that triggers the other side of my brain in the sense of, well, is there and has there been more um, reason for BLM, okay, to be nominated right now, right? Is there more reason than, than there used to be? Perhaps in 2013 and even between then and now, between, or I should say between then and before George Floyd, there was, there was, there was definitely a reason to nominate the movement. However, what has transpired in 2020 and 2021 at this point, you can kind of say, hasn't been the most, you know, I don't know, uh, Nobel Peace Prize worthy of, right? Now, I understand that some people will say, right, that, well, that's kind of what it takes, it you know it takes for us to make a little noise, and it takes for us to be you know us uh, you know under what's called I think civil civil disobedience, which then I would say both because there's been hundreds, hundreds if not maybe thousands of people that unfortunately have have been impacted negatively over over the actions of BLM, right? Everything from businesses, small by the way, many minority-owned businesses. Even deaths, not, by the way, on the other side's, you know, account, but actually on people uh, protesting on behalf of BLM, right? Um, we'll never be able to forget the death of, of Garrett, um, one of the activists or protesters that was out with his um, fiance, I think, at the time. Um, she's in a wheelchair, and he got shot, and he was out there you know, protesting police injustice along with BLM, you know, and it's unfortunate. I said it before, you know, that, that he lost his life. I don't think there's really almost any movement that I can think of right the second that's worth a life, right? Uh, a movement should be for the sake of, sure, changing policy, uh, sending a message, but I don't think it should ever be at the cost of a human life, Right. It's, it's very tragic. And if and people people sit there and may think the opposite and think, no, no matter how many people have to die. That, that that's a deeper problem that you have to face within you and look deep within you. If that's your mentality that, hey, I don't care if a thousand people have to die for my cause, because I'm pretty sure that somewhat along the lines of what probably someone like, uh, I don't know, Hitler said, you know, I don't care how many Jews it takes to kill as long as you may, I make my point. You know, so I don't think that there's any movement, including BLM, 
that it's worth a, a human life, you know, a human sacrifice to send a message. Again, at its core and maybe where it started, does it make a lot of sense to bring awareness to the fact that there is systemic injustice? Yes, yes, yes. I want to make sure I'm very extremely clear on that. Is it what has been recently? No, not in my opinion, but that's just me. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's it's completely hypocritical if you're gonna but if you're gonna say that I'm your life is not worth it because that's exactly what you're fighting for. You're fighting for every every group or ev that that's what should be behind every group. Every group wants equality. Every group wants to be recognized, right? And there there has been this thing that has happened since, like we said, influencers has been a thing. And I kind of call them they're they're kind of like um they're extreme they're extreme tourists away or tourists of extremism. They they actually they might post something that's like you you know boop, your comfort and that kind of thing. And you're attacking a small business and you're attacking the wrong people. I mean, I think yeah, there is a certain there is a certain level where extremism might be necessary. But in this case, attacking a small restaurant has made no palpable change whatsoever. You're not offering anything. It's just you're you just you've just ruined someone's day, which like sucks. I mean, it's not the biggest thing in the world. It's like yeah, if you if you have enough money to enjoy a meal out, yeah, whatever. And if it gets ruined once, whatever. But your your anger is completely misplaced, and you're aiming at the wrong people. You've got to really focus on where the real problem is, and. I don't know. It's 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 just a lot easier because the people who you are angry at, they're 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 ready to take that anger. They're armed. They have guns. It's the police, right? So who's going to win? A protester or a someone in the police who has their gun, who has their pepper spray, who has their handcuffs, who has everything, right? So, and the the other funny thing about it is it's again very hypocritical because they probably just post that and then the rest of their lives you know the the other six or seven day, or the other six days a week that they're living they're not actually trying to make any palpable change they just re return to their regular life normality tourist so until they start actually well i'm not saying this about the whole movement in general it would be stupid of me to generalize this movement because it's a movement which i do believe in as well because black lives do matter of course i completely can get behind that sentiment but there are some people in that movement who it's like it's like uh, the argument of Islam. Not everyone who follows Islam is a terrorist. There are some bad, bad people in this world. And it's the same thing. We can't just generalize. BLM is a great movement, but there are some people who have used it in a very misguided way. Yeah. Yeah. And no, that's that cannot be uh, that can be more true in the sense that, yeah. The 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 uh, the example you gave about you know Islam is a, is a perfect one, you know because I think that applies to many groups, right? Uh, again, going back around to what I said about the the uh, LGBT community, right? Um, but the the problem here is that the actions of getting nominated and for that matter even being awarded the the Peace Prize, I think um, sends the wrong message. Right. In the sense that, hey, we understand everything that has transpired with your group, uh, but we're still going to nominate you. Because I think that while somebody that can use critical thinking will say, well, JT, obviously they're nominating the good, not the bad. Right. 
The problem is that uh, there is a gigantic lack of uh, critical thinking, right, in the world. I've said it before, and I'm not, you know, I'm going to keep harping on it because I truly believe it, you know, to be true in the sense that many people, uh, especially those that have participated in, in riots, not even demonstrations or, or protests, no, riots that have claimed BLM, like that video you just saw of that little girl, you know, spoiled little brat jumping on an American flag, you know, spitting, burning it, stepping all over it in front literally of a BLM banner and everyone else I was there, it sends them the message of saying, oh, damn, perhaps, perhaps we do deserve this Nobel Peace Prize. Perhaps we were right. And, and I think that, again, sending, sending that type of message can be dangerous to the further development of the organization, right? If the organization, by the way, in my opinion, had some, some true leaders, at its front, right? People that have actually come out and said, hey, we are an official organization. I am one of the leaders. And that person year after year demonstrated to be a, a phenomenal leader for the cause and has, has done great strides and denounced that kind of behavior that I just mentioned. Hey, you know what? Nominate the movement because it has great leaders, right? But it doesn't. It's an organization that allegedly, supposedly, from what I understand, um, doesn't have any leaders and it's because of some benefit that I guess I am unaware of, or I guess don't understand that they claim that the, the, uh, the movement doesn't have any leaders because again, it's a positive, not a negative. Again, I don't understand why, but that's what I've heard before, right? When I've tried to literally Google now, there's been some chapters, I guess they call them that allegedly say, Oh, I am a leader of this chapter, but nobody that the entire movement actually accepts right um and again when you're talking about nominating a leaderless group that has uh been documented very well uh creating uh those kinds of uh, of a public um demonstrations where they're burning flags burning you know cities and you know uh just doing doing the opposite of what you just said they stand for which is you know equality for all I don't know that it sends the best message nominating nominating them or for that matter, re, you know, rewarding them by giving them an award. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, it, it's look at the difference between maybe BLM or a group. This this might be a bit old school for some people, but like the NAACP that uh, Martin Luther King was the leader of, you know, it wasn't. I mean, they didn't have mobile phones, so they, we couldn't see everything that happened, but it was a dignified movement. Instead of going in and smashing up a restaurant, they did their sit-ins, non-violent protesting. They had their march on Washington, and they did amazing work to be able to advance, well, to advance, you know, the the dignity, the treatment, and just being treated better in society of black of black people, minorities, the advancement of color people is what the group is called. So we there's a certain kind of there's a reason that Martin Luther King has his own freaking day. Not because he went in and he smashed up. He didn't do a dance on a little American flag or something like that. No, he actually made palpable change. He organized. He was a respected mother bleeper if you like yeah no absolutely i i agree that's a really good example um to that i will add a cherry on top and that is someone like cesar chavez 
right? Who did something very, very similar, right? To the point where he said, I'm not going to make anyone else do it. I'm going to go ahead and example, uh, go in the, uh, and, and protest, right? Um, by not eating, I think, you know, other than maybe like, uh, like uh, some bread and water or how many days, right. To demonstrate, like you said, almost like a sit-in, right. He didn't make everyone else freaking starve. He didn't make everyone out, you know, no, he said, I'm going to do this. And in fact, uh, there's been many different documentaries, different statements for both, uh, you know, uh, Martin Luther King and Cesar Chavez, where they would have bad actors join their movement and they themselves would have them kicked out and say, no, you do not stand with us and you don't represent us. Right. And anybody arguing, well, JT, different times. It, it's funny because then, you know, when I'll talk to some people that have ever said that, or I've seen videos of them, I think I've, um, I've, uh, you know, kind of, uh, made fun goofed on uh, that Jesse Castellanos guy because he's one of those like in my opinion very radical leftists where he'll say like oh you know this is what it takes uh different times it's like dude how old are you what do you mean different times you know like it's not like don't act like you live those times and you and you know exactly how to compare today with those times just because what pictures are in color now and they're in black and white back then you know mm -hmm. no dude there's a lot of things that we still do as a society that we have been doing for hundreds of years that actually work, you know, here, here's a, just a few examples, uh, opening the door after someone else and saying, thank you. And please, Oh, you know, those are, yeah, you know, different times all the way, but they still work, right? There's a lot of things as a society that we can do that still work that have been used for hundreds of years, right? Doing a sit-in, uh, you know, marching in solidarity, respectfully, not burning cities down that can still work. Don't come and give me the crap about, oh, well, it's a different time, and now we have to burn things down. Now we have to spray paint. Now we have to throw these uh, Molotov cocktails. You know, now we have to—it's to, to just no, 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 you don't have to do that, right? Um, mm -hmm. It's just—I don't know, man. It's, it's one of those things that I feel that many, many associations, including the, the Nobel you know, Peace Prize Association, in my opinion, end up doing— because as we said in the show before, they are, they are hungry for acceptance, right? Like the whole, a man, a woman, they don't even know what they're saying, right? They don't even know what they're saying. I wonder if that person, I remember the, the name of the Senator anymore or the representative, whatever he is in government. I wonder if he actually Googled what a man stood for, but no, in that literally moment in time, he had a camera, he had an audience in his moment, he felt in his brain to shine was to say an a woman it's like why would you do that oh let's be honest it's because you wanted to appeal to a group uh and your best way of doing it is to just throw just blah, 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 words out there you know what i mean right. and that's what i feel yeah. that in this case the association um for the Nobel peace prize or even the singular singular person this this guy is doing is how do i appeal to the masses that i want to make sure don't cancel me that i want to make sure don't riot at my you know in my hometown how do i make them feel like hey over here i'm one of you you know what i mean yeah, absolutely. And I, I do understand that some people, for me, explaining things in a certain way, you guys probably won't listen because I'm a white man. 
And I get that. You know, that's completely fine. If you want to completely, you know, just uh, disregard what I say because of my race and because of my gender, that's absolutely fine. That's your prerogative. But in the end, JT and I are having a conversation. And if you do not have the maturity to be able to join the conversation, that's a shame. But, uh, but yeah, they, yeah, this whole thing is a, I don't know. It's, 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 there's some contradictions, but I get it. Do you know what I mean? Right. No, I, I, I agree with you. And by the way, we should start uh, wrapping up the show with our final conclusion of the stories because a lot of people, I think, right. might come in here, right, saying, hey, well, you on your title said why this or, or, or what this, kind of like a question. So we'll answer it, at least personally, right? Josh can give his opinion if he wants to, unless he agrees. So in my opinion, for the uh, does the COVID vaccine uh, make you gay? I don't think so. I think that's stupid. Uh, I think you should look at it as something to giggle about and then move on um, and make sure that if for some reason you come across someone that says, did you hear this? It can make you gay. You can tell them, uh, stop repeating stupid shit like that. In fact, go watch the JTH show. They explain it very well. And then for the next one uh, about Black Lives Matter being nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize, I will say that, again, one more time, that while I stand behind the the core ideology behind bringing awareness right um over systemic racism and injustice which is what black lives matter started uh for i will say that right now i don't feel that they deserve the movement deserves the actual award right again that's that's just my opinion what about you right um, so yeah, does the vaccine make you gay? No, stop it. Get offline. You're cancelled. I'm I'm done with you. I'm sick. Of, I'm sick of hearing this crap. Okay. So yeah. Okay. That's that's the first one out of the way. That's the fun one. Jet, laugh about it and laugh at people who believe that kind of thing. Second one. <clears throat> so does Black Lives Matter deserve the Nobel Peace Prize? I I would have to say something fairly similar to JT and this one. I'd have to agree. It's um it's a great movement in many ways but just really think about it when you do something if you're going out to cause some kind of violence do it in your name and don't hide behind a banner have the balls to do that at least yeah 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 very well said all right guys uh that is it for today right that's it that's it for today. So we appreciate you guys watching the show as always. If we have earned that like, hit it, you know, hit that like button. The subscribe button would also really, really help us. And of course, making sure you ring that notification bell helps us even more than that. Um, also, if you want to find the links to everywhere we are located in the internet, go to the link tree down below in the YouTube uh, section of the, the description, uh, and you can find it there. If you're listening to the podcast already, thank you very much. And uh, until next time, see ya.